previously. I must say Cadigan was a great benefit to Britain. Why was that? He was a fabulous centre-back. There were girls playing best artists in the country. They were playing Middleton, who had five or six cartoons. They were playing the Bowers. They were playing Sowers. So you won an All-Ireland medal with Hamilton, too? Yeah, that was football. <laughs> the benefit is unbelievably, as York begins to best. Hurling was everything and winning was everything. Like, if things went wrong, you were gone out of town, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, that with a, with a squad, you know, <clears throat> you mentioned earlier uh, a little bit about how getting the, the team to gel was very important. Well, the, the big thing now is the, the mobile phones, anyway, because... Everything is on, is on a, a WhatsApp group. Uh, you could tell them at, at the end of a training session, we'll be training Thursday night at 8 o'clock. They wouldn't be listening because they know there's going to be a text and doubt mm. to remind them mm. the, the next day. So they, don't, they don't need me listening to that. So the social media side of it is massive. Yeah. Whereas before, back in, back in old town, you, you turn up a training and you... You were, told, forward, you were told when the next session was, no, no other messages, that's the, and you turned up, you know, and that was it. Whereas now, it's, they can miss training, they can just send on a text, can't make training, and you don't know why. Mm-hmm. Half an hour before training, a text comes through, can't make training tonight. Yeah. Five or six of them, you know, and it, it's a bit, look, in that respect, it's it's completely different to back because like yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've I've kind of heard let's say like in the 90s you'd have you know the likes of all the O'Connells you know, Holland you know the Neils uh, who would have been maybe a little bit older in the squad at that stage who'd be down the bar afterwards playing pool with the younger lads the Jeremy Maxwell Eddie Sheehy's the Vincent O'Reilly's that kind of thing <clears> you know was are we missing that if the lads aren't doing that these days? And maybe the lads kind of do, you know, and are doing that. But to bring different age groups together, is it important that they have that kind of social side to the team? Yeah, well, I suppose it is good to have it. But as long as you can, uh, you know, that they wouldn't be abusing the, the situation. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I remember Dominic Cashman saying to me, the more I spoke to them about not drinking, the more they drank. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, and would you have like when let's say at the start of the year, would you go in with um a kind of a policy, let's say about drinking now or going out, you know, either that there's no drinking, you know, before championship or all that kind of thing? Like, would you go in with a plan for that social side of stuff as well, or do you just kind of trust the lads to kind of just have a bit it, of common you'd sense? Be, you'd be hoping that they'd have sense enough not to go drinking yeah. a week, two weeks, three weeks before it. Yeah. But, um. Uh, a month before our final with Benny Gavin, we were coming back from Milford, the league game, and we, we were by bus, and they gave us sandwiches down in the, the local pub, and uh, I think the four selectors were up at the bar, the point, and all the wives came back with their, with their arms, and Alan Hayes came up and he said, I'm going to have you a pint. And I said, sure, that's not a bother, I said. Next thing they were all up for points, and we had a couple, but we left in yeah, and we're yeah. coming back the road. And they said, Could we one more stop? <laughs> so we got into McMillan's at about midnight <laughs> and finished up heavy things on. That was a good stop, right? This is more, and I said, Lads, choose the night now, you know, we'll suffer for this yeah. because it was running 
we ran him through his might and, yeah. and, and, and when we won the county then they, they wanted to go back to Malone's again yeah. <laughs> for another session. Isn't there something to be said for like, that? Like felt, they felt it was great because the young, a couple of younger fellas had never socialised with the older fellas yeah. and they were inside there together and even some of the old fellas even said that like geez, we never spoke to him before. Yeah, because you know? so like, it, it was always a case as well um, back in your day where Let's say you were having a match in Connacht or something, you'd stop in Timberley on the way back, or you were having a match in I don't know Watergrass Hill, and you'd stop somewhere like in a Shannon and Barrett's or something on the way back. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of gone now. This is it. With the driving anyway. But but is there something? Is there a loss in that then? Have you you know? I suppose to read. I never I never told lads not to drink, but I said you know. Just be responsible. Yeah. You know, he you knows the headline. Yeah. You know, majority didn't behave themselves. I'd say all the ninety-five. Now, say after a big game, we probably came into fancy balance. Yeah, yeah. And I remember in eighty-five, and I think I'm right in this. Uh, when when we won the Jonah County, fancy balance came out to Cashman's, I think, and put a hundred pounds yeah. that time up in the yeah. counter. You know, which was hundred pound. That's what it was last year. Because you do have then, like, like in a way, a GA team is all about the community as well. Like, you're nothing kind of without the people who back you and support yeah. you and stuff too. Yeah. So stopping off in all these different bars, maybe on the way back after a different game. Not, I don't mean all these different bars, like a particular bar after a match yeah. or whatever. Even for the supporters and stuff, it was a good thing to do. Maybe yeah. it was good for that yeah, village to yeah. get something back into that village, and then they'd support you back. Or would you have found that? Yeah. You would. We actually would like to know. would find that if you went into this bar now, no matter where it was, they'd expect you to come back after the next match. And you would. And you got great respect for it. Mm. And the players didn't abuse it. You know? Mm. They might have an old point and that's it. Mm. But you just, you included everyone in the parish and the, the, the pubs were just equally as involved as anyone else. So you gave them the benefit of looking after the players. Oh. And they did. There was no one. I can never say in my time anyway, ever any fellows abused it. You know, I've got pissed over their minds or anything like that. You, you know? wait for the parades anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, uh, like, going on that in terms of everybody wanting to, to you know, watch you play. Like, Kilbritton, um, it's been said, were quite an attractive hurling team like they had a style that had a bit of entertainment value kind of about it like they were attracted to watch you go just to yeah. to kind of see some something kind of different um and they weren't particularly dirty or they don't really have that name as a kind of a club like that <coughs> when you know have you noticed a difference or maybe let's say peter back to pie even of how hurling is played there's a big change to the style actually because it's in peter's team and country's team if you put your hand against this this is the, it was likely your hand would be taken off. You know, there was very little hand passing on it today that. You passed it totally. It was the safest way. You know? They wouldn't even break all in the game now. There's no hitting off there's the ground. No, there's no hitting off the ground, there's no overhead, and I'd say there's not all in being broke. There's no, the contact is. Contact sports in the rocks, you know? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. the only contact you have. Yeah. But even in those kind of rocks, it's they're trying to fly over to pick it up yeah. on the yeah. hurley as opposed to hit it off the ground. Completely different again now. Yeah, even in the last well, it was 10 years now, since 
Yeah, you'll you probably get away more enjoyment from watching a match back then than you do now. There's too much, there's too many rocks and all this kind of stuff. No, there is there. actually, yeah. you know. But like you see the scoreline, it's not like you could have won 28 to 125, yeah. you know. When yeah. you see three or four fellas around the ball and they're trying to pick it with <laughs> all the holes in it, Jesus, yeah. you're saying, why don't they just go in and have a cut? Yeah. And he'd be there. I was watching the match the other night on water for the watching him. And they were all inside there trying to pick up the ball. And there was holidays everywhere, like. Yeah. And there was no one picked out the ball. Yeah. No? He's need a bit of a bit of a bit of balls even. Well you need to finish just charging and get someone out of the way so you can have a good cut off a ball. Yeah. Jesus. It's a, it's a different game. Different game completely. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. Um, and how do you decide on your background team yourselves? Y'all, I think, had the benefit of being able to pick your selectors. Did you look for people that wouldn't always agree with you? Uh, or did you want that? Were you looking for lads that kind of came from a logic background with statistics and everything else? Or a bit of instinct, a bit of imagination? How no, did you pick your selectors? You pick your selectors and people that you knew, that you have respect for, you know? That if you went into a meeting and feed that on, you know, you have respect for them. And you went in, and if they had a point to make, you listened very carefully. You mightn't always agree with it, but you listened. And then you made a decision whether it be three selectors or five selectors. They are the people who made the selection eventually. They have made the decision. You're already there as a kind of a semi observer inside of the meeting. And I always find that people are very honest inside of meetings. You know, they had their say. And if they didn't get their way, they didn't storm out of the room. What, what about yourself, Humphrey? Yeah, well, you know, I'd be I'd be agreeing with Pat. I mean you had to you had to have people with you that you could work with, you know. And like didn't everyone will do the selector job for you like? I mean, you're limited, really, as to who you can call on. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, over the years, you get to know fellas and you hold with them and you know their, you know, how they think about things. And you know, and they you, respect you. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you base it on that, really. Like. Yeah, because didn't every fella will want to do it or mm-hmm. want the time to do it. They'd love to do it. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't have time to have your own family. Yeah. But then you would... Well, down to fellas that you would have been talking to over the years, you might meet them at matches or you might be standing next to them and, yeah. you know, you'd, you'd mm-hmm. listen to what they're saying and you'd say, Jay, he's a good judge of that. Or, mm-hmm. you know, like, and there's some fellas that are, they might never have played a game, but they'd be very good to judge judge mm-hmm. a match, yeah. you know, standing up in the bank. They'd, you know, they'd look great in all the matches. And they'd be candid as well, you know. Yeah. Like Dominic, was just, Dominic several a lot of selection counties. You know, yeah, yeah, and he'd be the, the cameras for you to have, like, you know, mm-hmm. other fellas might be running up and down, and Dominic would stand and get yeah. an extra would you like? And, and, and Dominic, I mean, Dominic did an awful lot for Kilbritton over the years, you know. He was a great man to be dealing with with the county board, and, yeah. you know, <coughs> Dominic would, would, would discuss games, which uh, he mightn't be a selector at all, but, yeah. you know, you always kind of value what he. What he was saying, you know, he was sharp, he was he was good like. Um and you know, 
what I found with him as well, like is that once you are <clears throat> once you were the coach or the trainer, I mean he respected that thing as well, you know, he gave yeah. a kind of full authority really to do things, you know. I mean he'd never undermine you or anything like that. But I mean you need that you need you need people like that. And I suppose in ninety uh, five as well, didn't like we had we had new officers and young fellas, really, but in fairness, they were very good, like, you know, and they, they did everything they could, like, to, you know, to push the thing on and, and whatever you asked for, you got, you know. So you all have the same kind of vision anyway, that's maybe... Yes, yeah, yeah. And then with vision, is there a point in the season when you know you're on to a good thing then, where, let's say, yourself and the three selectors look around and you're like, okay... You've got a good team here. Like, is there, is it after a West Cork final win? Is it at the beginning, at the very start of the year, maybe? Do you have a vision and you're like, we're in the final at the end? Or is there a point at all where you know this could be it, this could be the year? Like, you were in, you're, you're each in one of those years, even like in 95 yeah, well, now. Yeah. Is there a point where you're like, <clears throat> well, what I found, like, you know, once we got over the first round and, and, and we won our second round. And then we had a huge game below and Ben Hask against Delaney's. Like Delaney's are probably the team that a lot of people were expecting to win it like. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, then put over that, that score that won it for us. But like, you know, you're on a high there and then, but you realise then like that your next game is against Newcastle, you know, which is kind of a, a local a local thing. A local derby. And we went from being... Uh, you know, from a high-scoring game to an old dogged game and, and a wet, a wet Sunday inside in Bandon, you know. Yeah. So, like, I mean, you can never get carried away or anything like that. Yeah. And it was a completely different game because, you know, we were out in the summer playing Delaney's, you know, you know maybe August, July or August. And and then you're, you're, you're moving to September and, and the weather has changed and you know, you kind of fellas that would be, that would like the dry ground mightn't be as effective at all in an all wet day, you know, that kind of thing. So, but we, we had luck, you know, we had a good bit of luck that year. And, and I suppose, you know, something that I haven't mentioned as well was, I think that was Niall Crowley's first year with us. Niall was there as well, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, he had a huge, he had a huge uh, influence <coughs> thing over, over the campaign, you know, played very well, I think, against the Bears. Um, you know, did well against the ladies, but Dan and himself kind of had a, a good thing going, you know, he was able to pick Dan out and Dan was, I mean, Dan, as everyone knows, was a, a very good finisher, like, you know, so, I mean, if you got ball to him, like, he would punish, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, the only fella, like, that I would have been sorry that wasn't there that year was, was Owen Sexton. Owen was going to was gone to America and like he wouldn't have been making the team, you know, he was only 17 or 18, I suppose, but he would have been a fellow if he was around, probably would have made it, you know. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we had luck. We definitely had luck, like, you know, but so you need a bit of luck to... Everyone yeah. needs that, you know. And yeah. you, so you kind of, it's more you have moments then as well where you glimpse maybe, okay, this could be it down the road, but we'll, we'll hold our horses till then. Well, you have to, I suppose, yeah, you know, you kind of, um, And was that the same for you, Peter, then, too? 
like is in do you is is it almost a thing of you'll have moments where you're like okay maybe this is a, a final winning team but well, like we won the Mihal the Mihal Cup against mm-hmm. Tim and they played very well that that morning and our team was even early in the year we had kind of a team in mind you know Chris Hickey was only 18, 19 but we put him in cornerback and they were saying you know put a young fella in, in cornerback you know and treat the great year down but then like we had John Murphy and Damien Paddy Ryan Ross Vincy and Nick as we said, these are as good as six in the grade, you know. Yeah. So we had a settled team and we won a lot of our league games. So, you know, we, even though we weren't great in the, the championship, we like we, we won our first round against Tremina and then we got a bite to the quarterfinal and we drew them again, you know. So we said we have to beat him once. Yeah. And they, were, they weren't two great games, but we, we got challenge games as well. And the, the, but our team was settled, which was a big plus, you know. It fell as in, in the wolf, but the team was, and there was always three or four coming on, and we had good numbers as well, like, yeah. you know. That and, kind of consistency. You know, like, James, just James, first year, like, and he was, he was, and got my hardly in football the same year, but he was a huge plus, you know, to starting off, especially as a forward, yeah. you know. So, no, it was, we just kind of a settled team, and winning to be home. You know, they played well against Tim and League, so it was a, a good start, you know. So could you um, see it? Could you could you see the well, final? I'm sure I was hoping. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Exactly. I, I didn't see Owen Sexton scoring a point on the three <laughs> final. <laughs> you know? I don't think anyone did. No. <laughs> so I'll remember it though. Um and then so you know, you got to all your finals in each of the ones that, that you got to you go up a grade, then you're changing grades. How do you prepare for stepping up into a different grade? You know, is do you, is it business as usual? You know, do you not get too excited about it, or do you have a plan going into the following year? Well, you never have a plan, really, because you're playing <laughs> to do that for five minutes. Yeah. No, what you have, what you, if you have twenty-four good players, and you can pick from those twenty-four, you have a fair chance of winning a championship. For twenty, it's more than lesser. Mm. You know, and so like if people are jetting and one thing I find about it is that if everyone is happy, that's more yeah. important. Like. Mm-hmm. If every fellow after twenty four are happy in what they're in their own whether they're playing or their souls, so they're not happy in it. That's the most important thing because if you have a happy fifteen one out, you're halfway there. Mm-hmm. If you have a happy twenty or twenty four, for three quarters with you. You know, you build up your team accordingly. And what about yourselves, Peter, going up going up to Premier Intermediate? Was that well, well the one thing we consciously decided to do was to up the fitness levels and again for the small field and for for weeks, weeks I was running and running and running and it was, it was Alan Hayes actually said to me one night when he said are we, are we training for the Olympics he said I said this will all be benefits I said you know when, yeah. when the, the old changes we'll be up there running you know but we did, we did a huge amount of running you know and we lost the first round 
<laughs> because of the running? Is That's that what you're saying? Don't, you know, the first one. Yeah. <laughs> don't so, run again. But then we got back into it and, and we made courses in the semi-final. And, and uh, my biggest disappointment over the, those years was losing that game. Was that a semi-final? That was a semi-final, yeah. Mm-hmm. And courses went on yeah. then? Yeah, course they won there. So we lost by two points. There was very little in that game. There was nothing in it. Yeah. Uh, we had bad voids. I know they had voids early on, but... Yes, we had we had, we played chances in the, in the second half and we had chance on goal. Yeah, and <coughs> I don't know whether whether we believed we could win it. You know, with this Corsi thing, Corsi. You know, but we were definitely good enough, and to lose by two points like was a shattering. You know, and we had chances. Yeah, we probably panicked a little bit in the end. You know, we had freeze and we were going for a ball, and did. The rain came as well. Those, those heavy rain in the second half, and I still think we, we probably made the, the wrong couple of subs. We ran a couple of young fellas when we had a few yeah. bigger fellas yeah. when it started raining, you know. You know, when it comes to putting on subs, especially in a game like that, is it better to, you know, let's say have certain players on to, to give yourself a good start? Are you more about good starts or good finishes, or does it matter? Does it depend on the game? You just take a chance, we'll take a chance. You know, and that's what the game of holding up football or anything is about. You're taking chances. You're taking that George Soap, the other's better than this fella, and this fella's better than that fella. So it's like, and <laughs> if it works out, but if it doesn't, be prepared. Everyone goes home early. There's no down to, to Dominic's for the parades. Um, no, there's no Dominic's. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be staying out of it. I was there, say, in 95. Mm-hmm. And when we won it, Peg, uh, he said to me, like, you should get in and out now fast. You know? <laughs> don't don't hang around, but that's probably the best. And twice I could have got it in that, so I was there until... <laughs> Until, well, 95, 96, 97, 98, I think. Yeah. Michal did and Tom did 99. And so I was back in in 2000 and 2001. Dennis Hayes had a couple years, didn't he? Before me. Dennis Hayes, 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 and and then so like especially maybe after losses but but definitely even even after wins like you were saying Hapaki said you keep it nice and short now you know in terms of your your kind of career as a coach what makes you stay on as a trainer um you know like that I think in 86 you played Aaron Zone lost that Aaron Zone I think went on uh, to to the final that year in '96, I think Humphrey it was Imo Kelly. You lost. This is like the following year after each of your wins, um, and then Imo Kelly went on as far as I'm aware, and courses like that. Peter went on to to win the final. Um, you know, is there a moment when you're like, nah, this is my time has come? How do you know it when it comes? Yeah, well, I think you most certainly know it when it's time to say that's it. Yeah. You know, you see, I suppose you. Most fellas will hang on that bit too long, like you yeah. know. They think that's you know, there's another bit in this, like, but uh, like Packy's advice was probably very good, like, you know, do it and get out, like, yeah. 
you know. But yeah. uh, is there something to be said for hope, though? Like, is it that hope that keeps you yeah, going? Is yeah. that what it is? There's hope all the time. Yeah, and you see, if you if you if you have if you achieve a win, like, and a, and a big win, <laughs> you know, it kind of propels you for another. You know, another, you, you, another year or two. Well, yes, but players are probably full of, uh, yeah. you know, just we're going to carry this on and we're going to do yeah. better now again next year, you know. So yeah, yeah. it kind of livens up the whole thing again, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah because there's one fellow still brings it up to me. He said, he said I should never have left after the, that, after the course. He said, geez, he said, we're that close, you know, where I poke the ball from, yeah. from the yeah. final. Yeah. And he said, you should stay on the next year, you know. And he said, look. <coughs> I'm tired four years now. Four he said, years. He, he, he must be tired of me and he, and he he gets annoyed that I left, you know. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, you'll be one and shoot just dead. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Worst thing I went back to Van Nassig and got involved there again, like so <laughs> you know, let's talk about a break, right? Yeah. I just shame. You know. Well you went back to Ballinastic. You'd always have a few fellas, oh you don't think you have what I say. You'd have a few fellas in the committee. And then obviously after we winning in 95 I think our first league game was uh, was against SARS above in Kilbritton and uh, Paddy O'Neill I think organised a, uh, a pipe bend that morning okay. you know when they were coming up to the pitch there was a pipe bend above playing Ryan Harrington was only a young fella, yeah. you know, and he was around above in the bank and this kind of thing. And he got talking to some of the SAR supporters. And uh, of course, Brian Mike would, would ask, you know, he'd come straight out, like, and he must have asked him, like, were you missing many or something like that? And some of them said to him, uh, so we're missing Teddy McCarthy. And Brian said, so we're missing Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Well, at that stage, surely Tim was he at the same level almost, at least locally well, in our eyes. Tim, Tim was very important to yes, us, and yeah. yes, you know. <coughs> but uh, it was good in the old brain, the way he was sussing things out for us. There you go. Bit of perspective as well, you know, as young people, yeah. you're looking up to your to your kind of heroes on the team, too. <coughs> um, well, I never, I never laughed so much as I did when the Bells played. Kilbritton. I know, was it? It was uh, in a Kelly. Oh, yeah. And Perky. Perky was on Christy Rain. Now, Perky was five foot nothing. Christy Rain was six foot four. Christy Ryan? Yeah. Christy Ryan, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was six foot four and he was left half forward. <laughs> and on Falsley for Perky, he was right half back. And when I saw it, I said, Oh, Jesus, poor Perky. Mismatch. Oh, completely, yeah. not the leading. Like, if you were marking it, it would be a different thing. Would have, that, that height be. But for Perky, I'll never forget as long as I did. <laughs> One full of shoulder out from the sideline. Hey, Christy, wait for your son. He's trying to catch up with you. <laughs> Perky. And Jesus, that was a good heart, Perky. Perky was that height. Yeah. And Christy was up here. Oh, Christy was a fierce big man. Muscular man. Sure, he played Cena Oh, he played Cena Cork, yeah. yeah. And he was playing that thing with me, with Cork. He's gone. He died last year. Oh, he died last year. A lovely, lovely man. I'm famous too. I'll never forget that too. 
And there was Phyllis Anderson, and you know Phyllis Anderson, did Big man. Claire Gans. Big man, witty like as well. Oh, so witty. <laughs> and Christy got involved with him, started soldering. <laughs> and this this comedian on the side and said, Hey, Christy, with your son, Perky. Perky's about five foot nothing, and Christy is about six foot four. Yeah. And she was all laughably. Kind of bringing me then to like, like your biggest personal achievements then. Um, you know, I, I know you mentioned, Peter, you were disappointed at the course you lost, but was there something that you can think of that you were like, I was happy with that. If I took nothing else from it, I, I got that. Like, is it just the wins or is there other occasions or something that would happen in the course of like your coaching with Kilbritton that you would have been like, I'm happy that I did that? Well, even, right, I just said, it's, it's great to win because, you know, but to the friends, the friends you make. Yeah. At the end of all, you know, um, I suppose it helped. <laughs> the wind did help. But, like, you know, when you get invited to weddings, you know. Exactly. You know, you must be friends for life, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, um, and you get to know and you stop to chat with And as I said, like, I'm waiting for living here, but it's still home. Like, yeah. I'd, I'd know more about what's happening with the games now. Then some of the living local, you know, I was out watching last Sunday morning on the, you know, just to see how they're going. What about so. yourself, <coughs> personal achievements, any highlights? Well, I, I had great achievements. Uh, with the bars, I had fantastic time. We had won championships, we won doing Clark County Championship, Munster Championship, and all that we club championship. There were three great years. And the other thing, the other thing about it is that I got great enjoyment out of the, the fellows who were playing, as they were very loyal. Never a bad word said against you. No matter what you were doing, if you were doing, again, nothing. There was no one to criticize or anything. And I think that that was it. That's what makes the team. You know? Now I had some great years. I had some fucking bad ones too. <laughs> Let's stay away from from the biggest personal disappointment, really. Uh, Humphrey, yourself, any big personal achievement that you got out of your time? Well, so I suppose my big day was was winning the the thing in '95. Um, I mean, that was huge. That I'm really like, you know, and for like at the start of the year, I was a bit, you know, I suppose there was no one putting up their hand to take on the thing, like so. I took a chance and, and, you know, it worked out well for me. Probably my biggest disappointment would have been, like, our first year senior, we played, we played Sars, I think, in the first round. I think yeah, it was a draw, was it? Yeah, and we beat him the second day. Yeah. And then we had, we had Imo Kelly, which would be the, the East Cork divisional side, like, and there were, you know, there were some big names there, Dermot O'Sullivan, Mark Landers, all these fellas. And we had them beaten, we were up a point. And very late in the game, there was this long delivery into our, into our goal mode. And Ollie was in goal, Ollie Harrington, and wasn't sure about it. And he got a hurry to it and he put it out for a, for a, 
a 65 and and they I don't know who I forget now who took the free or the 65 for them but they they pointed and leveled it we should have been beaten that night you know <clears throat> so we in the replaying they beat us well uh, I think that I'm sure that night I think then got all but maybe one or two of the scores and that's the night that kind of rattles you still that's the well you know we, I mean to, to, to have been huge like for Kilbritton you know a small rural <laughs> club taking on the East Cork division you know yeah. to have been a lovely one to win like but to look Oh yes, uh, Sean Shawnee O'Leary actually was was the man in charge of my Kelly that night. <laughs> we passed away in the last, <clears throat> last year six too. months, is it? Liam O'Reilly was, was 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 doing the physical stuff and when he wasn't there, Michal was doing it. Mm-hmm. With your when you were in charge <clears throat> yeah. of it. So think? like I mean it wasn't just a one man show, I don't like, you know, it was we had uh, like Leon Leon was, was I mean you know he'd get your feet out right like and it's a bigger team kind of thing like yeah. a bigger background bigger than yeah. the selectors and stuff well this is it it's it's every it's all the officers <coughs> of the club I suppose and stuff too you know secretaries and stuff getting you know all the kind of background work done and the, the, some of the harder kind of stuff the only, the only other thing I would say about it is that my youngest daughter was born that day or that morning so on the Saturday night, I'd say, 8 or 9 o'clock, I had to head up, dropped the wife off to the hospital. Uh, the day before the final. Yeah, the, yeah. Night, the night before. Oh, the, yeah. the last thing I wanted. Like, but <laughs> when, 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 when that's <clears throat> happening, you have to go. And uh, I got a call that Sunday morning, you know, that there was a baby girl there. And uh, I couldn't get to see them until after the game because oh, the, wow. game, the game was on. It was, uh, I'd say it was on at two o'clock. There was probably a senior holding on after yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So look, it was, it, was, it was a huge day in many ways. But we met and, and abandoned you know, outside Kellers, all of us, you know, the, all the players and selectors and everything. And, and uh, I remember meeting your father, and your father said to me, So we can't go wrong, we're on a winner. <laughs> <laughs> No, so that's the way it turned out. Yeah. You didn't call her Kilbritton or anything afterwards? No, or I think there, or was the, there, there was talks of Amber and this kind of oh, thing. No. But anyway, look, she was called Orla and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Almost Amber. Almost Amber, yeah, yeah. She'll take that. We'll take that too. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know, know. Should I have said that one hand? No, I love that story. And I actually yeah. had it down here <coughs> in some other things. Must have gone past it. Um, yeah. Is there anything? I feel like I cut you off as well when you were talking about the, the personal achievement. Was there anything else just there? The end. No, I don't think so. Well, it's, it's the friendships there. Yeah, the friendships, end as well as that, you must be doing something right when when they ask you to come back again. Yeah, that's you, true. That's <laughs> true. You know, um, no, it wasn't as good the second time, but because uh, again the, the team was in transition again. You know, it's, it's it's a new bunch now. You know, but still, you know. When they don't ask you back the second time, you say, well, yeah, did I go wrong? <laughs> so, no, it's still like you're after meeting a new crop of players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to the when they'll stop and have a chat with you there, like, and, yeah. you know. It's bigger than the um, GA almost. Yeah, it's, as you say, they, they say to the family and there's no doubt about that. Like, you make friends everywhere, you know. Okay. And, and on top of, on top of the, 
to Kilburton, winning the county in Kilburton. Then I was I was asked in to go in with the Cork Demetrius. And I made a condition with the county. Bob Ryan was chairman of the county board. And I said, Bob, I'll think about it. If we play the course of the game in Bendon at, at Harpers Tree on the Saturday, instead of taking the two of us up to Parky Ring on the Saturday night, and geez, yeah, yeah, he's, I said, to draw away a bigger crowd inside in Bandon, and it will be, it would be huge in Bandon, as it happened one cup to Cork on a Saturday night. And he said, that makes a lot of sense. He said, I'll think about that. And the game was six for Parky Ring. <laughs> Absolutely, Kelly might take the Cork and Tweed's job. But that was probably. Well, right now, he wouldn't say they got a huge problem, Bandon. You know? Yeah. But, he um, you know, the night. Night, so he made a, a, a new, new gang of friends in and say, but uh, the clock said, when you learn a bit odd, like, you, do, yeah. you get to meet people, which is great, right? Like, you know? It's a bit of a growing experience. Yeah. You know? so, but uh, I, I, I did have one selector, and yeah. he was a great benefit. And uh, one of the players asked me, he said, why did I have him? He probably know who I'm talking about, right? But... Uh, I said he knew exactly what time you came home from from Bandon every Saturday <laughs> night. He said he he's a great friend with the local taxi driver, and he knew what time you you got to bed. He says and you'll see it. And he was Sunday morning with the condition of home. <laughs> you know, so it's easy to. But he was, you know, yeah. you know, he he was a great benefit. He knew whatever what I was doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You <laughs> so, need that too, probably. You need to kind of know what's happening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very good, Pat. That's I've had that I loved listening to all your stories and I really appreciate it. You're still getting you. growing pains. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be thinking of stuff now on the way home, you'll be yeah. like, I should have said that or anything. Oh thanks for joining us, Laz. I really appreciate oh. you coming down oh, from all your different places to come here and, and to chat a little bit. Um hopefully we will we'll learn something that we might be able to bring forward. Really yeah. enjoy in the next episode with Finn Marshee, Jeff O'Connell and Dennis Healy. So just constant all the best. She was a great back. Because it was killer be killed. Oh yeah. Was there any bit of crack after that matching, John? Crack is like... The same as our country team. They were farmers, son. It's the same as we were. Well, talk with her, he was going to run me out of the field and they didn't get the ball at him that he wanted. We were playing against Sino Horrors that were playing in the county hall. And the crowd building around you and the pressure, fucking hell, if we don't win something today, when we ever win it? Uh, just uh, the battle disappeared. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just, just gone. All of a sudden, gone.